Hey everyone. This is Mukul and this is Swapnil. Welcome to Going Slow podcast where we discuss our product journeys and also have casual discussions around life, universe and everything in between. Hello hello. Welcome to episode 12 of Going Slow podcast. Hey, hey Swapnil, how's it going? Just feeling a lot of cold nowadays. Feels like it's not going away and uh, it's making me feel lazy so yeah i just got out of blanket for this call <laughs> what about you how's everything right today yeah almost but i just before this call i was playing a game of catan with my friends so like few of my friends are in are doing like ms in us or doing jobs there so sometimes they play catan at their night time so it's like morning for us and i i i love catan i love playing that game so it's it's super fun like a great start to the day to be honest yeah yeah i love catan as well do you like board games yeah yeah i love it especially so when i was in bangalore i used to go to these board game pubs there was a reroll blr and then there was a victory point victory point games and there was one cafe as well it's called dice and dine wherein you have a cover charge which you can redeem for food and stuff and they have like hundreds of board games there which you can pick anything and just play um with friends so i remember playing the game pandemic there and uh, the situation that we are in it's like super super close to that game so yeah that was fun <laughs> I've been I've been to Reroll twice and definitely I loved it like the whole I would say atmosphere and the whole thing they have built uh, I totally loved it it was like when you enter that place they'll give you a name tag and a number and you can join any game you would like and before starting the game some instructor will come and will tell you the rules and then you can start playing that game it was super fun I totally 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 loved it I accidentally found that community and it was One and a half kilometers from my home. Wow! Like very near to my place, but I was not aware of it at all for like one and two, one or two years. Then I was sitting in third wave cafe. I was working on something. Then someone told me that hey, there is a board game cafe nearby. Would you like to join us? And I was like, oh, this is like the best place possible. After that, it was kind of a hobby for me to start collecting board games. Then after that, I started collecting like different types of board games, card games, and I had around like. 10 plus game collection i was thinking of having some more after this pandemic <laughs> i have a lot of board games but not that many people to play with so it's like a different uh, problem altogether right now but before that when people were staying in bangalore it was really fun that every weekend friday or saturday or sunday we used to play different kind of board games or Rocket League. It was super. I played that. Uh, in board games, what what are your top three games? I I love Catan definitely, and <laughs> different versions of Catan. Mm-hmm. So so once you play normal Catan, and then you play different version of Catan, then you'll feel that the normal version is like very vanilla. Right. Mm-hmm. So we played. I. So we normally now play Cities and Nights version of Catan. Okay. And I haven't. played different versions but i got merchants and traders barbarians and traders something like that i got that version right now 
So we haven't played that version, but we have, we have in the sense I have Catan plus Citizen Knights extension mm-hmm. and I have one more extension Merchants and Trader. So till now my favorite is Citizen Knights extension with Catan. Other than that, I would say there are a few more games. So there's one game I bought, but it's like a six player game, six player board game. And it, it's called Game of Thrones. So it's like a Game of Thrones game mm-hmm. and you're assigned a house. Like, for example, you'll be Winterfell or whatever the other houses are. So you'll be assigned a house and it's like a proper board game. It takes around three, three and four hours. And it's super cool. Like the setup, once you set up that board, it's like it will take the whole place and it's like a huge board. And it has so many rules that we had to watch the tutorial video twice and thrice to understand like what exactly is going on. And one small game I really love last one I would say. It was, it's a very small game. Like it takes like around five, ten minutes. But it's very super fun. Two games, sorry. One is like one is called Dungeon Mayhem. Yeah. So it's like a card game. Super super simple. Like five it takes around five, ten minutes. There are four different types of cards and each one has a separate rule. So it's like a for example, game where for you have some kind of health. So for example, if you have 10 points of health okay. and using that card, you can reduce that health, increase that health and different kind of things. Oh, so it's super short. Like, for example, it's if you have played, I have not played Dungeons and Dragons, but it loosely based on that, I think. So every card is like a character and it has certain power in it. So you just, it's a very short game and it's fun. And one more game is called Blitz. It's a four player game mm-hmm. and definitely one of the, well, uh, it's super intensive and fun in a way because in that game, so every, most of the games are like turn based, right? Like first right. a person will play it and then the second person will play it, third person will play it, fourth person will play it. In Blitz, what happens? You just distribute the cards and then you will play, all will play at once. Wow. Wow. I'm already sold. So, <laughs> I want to try it out. Yeah. Everyone will play at once. So there are different kinds of rules. So for example, they have some deck. If that deck, like all cards of that deck gets like empty or so, then the turn gets over, like the whole turn gets over. So if any of, like any person's deck will get empty, that, that turn gets over, that game gets over, and then we calculate the point. But it's like, for example, there is a space in the middle mm-hmm. and once you will say start, everyone will start throwing cards in the middle based on some rule, definitely. But it's super fun. It's super fun. Like that game is like, we used to have option. We used to play that game because it's like, there is like calmness. Mm-hmm. And then once you start the game, everybody will be like play, playing as fast as they can. And after that, then there's again that calmness. <laughs> it's it's super intensive though. I, I loved it. Yep. I definitely would, like if you get a chance to try, definitely try it. I will, I will do that. What, what about you? What are you? Yeah, yeah, I'll share. So yeah, Katan was definitely a hit when I first discovered it and played a lot with friends, especially remember the frustration that people get when you play the Monopoly card. <laughs> Have you had that card played played against you? 
which one monopoly card so it's like uh, you get all the weed or all all of one uh, yeah 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 that is oh, like oh, yes, yes. <laughs> And you played and the other people yeah. starts cursing you and like it's fun. I yeah. I remember one more and this is something I played uh, on a dialogues cafe. So it, it was well, not dialogues. I think in Victory Point it was called Blood on the Clock Tower, and it's not a board game per se, but it's a social game. It's like an advanced version of Mafia. So instead of just two three roles, you have like I don't know maybe fifteen roles. And uh, the main difference is every person has some special ability. So it's not like you are a villager and you literally can't do anything. This you'll have at least one special. And the other pro is that dead people can also talk and influence the game. So again, this is also like a power wherein you get something that you can do after you are dead as well. So it's like that. When I first played it, I felt okay. There's a lot of innovation happening in the board game industry, and it like in general gaming industry. And uh, so yeah, Blood on the Clock Tower is fun. Catan, though, that is like all time fun. Before that, I think I got Scotland Yard, but it was not super fun with with my team when I played it because like if it was like hey, we want to chill, we don't want to sit and calculate all these <laughs> permutations and combinations of what's happening. So that did not work out. Uh, Cards Against Humanity was fun, and uh, I remember one more game, uh, and that was like my longest game ever. Uh, it's called Blood Rage, and we took like over four hours to play that game in a cafe, and that was like the initial thirty forty minutes was just explaining the game, and uh, yeah, we took like a lot of time playing that, but it was fun. Overall, after that, I discovered Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, I think now I feel that you know that is going to be it. I don't feel like playing anything else because you can literally design anything in that game. It's all up to the the dungeon master to define the rules and how you want to. And you can also like iterate, improve the story as you go. So if if the master sees that you know this is getting thoda boring, so you can just change the story. And yeah, it's, it's. I haven't uh, played Dungeons and Dragons, but I have heard a lot about it. Obviously, but I mean, isn't it too much work for the game master or the one who is dictating the game? Or does it? Does he have like some kind of storyline before? So, or is it like too much work for him? You know, so there's like a proper story structure that you can formulate before. And one of the games that I played, that dungeon master was super into it. Uh, she was doing it for like two, three years, and she like actually brought some characters, like handmade character origami things, and like some items to sort of complement with the game. That maybe if you found a sword, they'll actually give you a prop. <laughs> so things like that. So overall, the major structure is there beforehand with with the story master, and that is also the fun of it, right? Because think of it as a game. Wherein you get to design the world, right? And uh, it's, it's almost as writing a story. There's like you get if you're writing a book or a fiction story, you get to design the world and rules. You get to play God, right? That's like a similar high that you get from becoming a dungeon master. I, I haven't done that yet. Like you said, it's super. It requires a lot of effort, and uh, 
you need to know all of the different types of characters. So basically, when you start, pick one of the characters. Hey, do you want to be a corporate? Do you want to be? Do you want to be an orc? And there are like a bunch of characters. And based on that, the master has to know. Okay, maybe this person has a special ability. So what if if this person uses it at this right moment? Then how do my game progresses? So like they have to know a lot of things to be able to host it. So super effort taking, but I feel it's rewarding for sure because I've seen people being like super happy while hosting it. I hope to host one. Oh, oh! If you're uh, like hosting a game, I would love to join that because I had never seen that game uh, live before, like playing that game live before. So I, I want to see like how exactly is that experience. Uh, I mean, so I personally love games which has strategy involved in it, but has some strict rules. For example, Catan and similar kind of games. So, but I want to try games which is like which are a bit free flowing, like yeah, it's very free flowing. You could define a strategy, but then for every action you have to do a dice roll, and the number on the die sort of determines the power of your action. So you might know that this action will get you results, but if you get a low number on that action, you sort of don't. For example, if you know that you know something is behind this, so you'll use something like the reveal action or whatever, you know, search action. But when you roll a die and it, you get a super low number, then it doesn't uh, do anything. And then you are like, you know, that something is there. But now the game master also has to uh, figure out, okay, how do I get this item to this person? <laughs> so it's a lot of fun. Interesting. That sounds interesting. So I, I had one game which was very complex to understand. So it's called Clans of Caledonia. So I just got it. I saw the reviews looks good, and I didn't think that it will be complicated. And so, so the gist of the game is so it's very complex game to even give gist of gist of. But it's something like there are like four or five four or five different clans. And each clans have something of their own powers. And there are like a lengthy list of clans of Caledonia, basically, the name of the game. So we, to understand that game, so once you understand it, once you play it, it will feel easy, obviously, like right. all things. Right. Once you understand it, once you play that game, you will feel that, oh, it was so simple to understand and to get it. But to, for when we wanted to play for the first time, we had to watch a YouTube tutorial video for like 20 minutes. So it was a 20 minute YouTube tutorial video and we, it's a four player game. So we four people watched it twice and then played that game. And if someone new, <laughs> if someone new comes in and say, Hey, I want to play that game. Would you play it? And we get so i would say anxious to explain that game that we just send that youtube link just watch <laughs> this link and then come so that we can give you like a faster <laughs> gist of what how it will be played out but uh, once you understand the game it's amazing it's amazing that how like how much thinking it has like how much thinking it has involved in that game and uh, it's total like it's full strategy and it's 
Like for example, there are like assume there are seven turns, and after seven turns, you calculate the points. So till seven, no one knows who is winning. So for example, in Qatar, oh. everyone is sure that right. the person who has highest victory point is winning. Correct. But in that game, no one knows because the point system is so complex. They have some kind of like ten, fifteen meter, ten, uh, fifteen ways to calculate point. So you <laughs> write notes, you write points in one note. They have one scorecard where you write points for everything, and then you sum it up. <laughs> and after that sum, you realize, oh, this person was winning. <laughs> and it's like once you understand the rule, it's super fun. But for the first time, it was it was definitely difficult. But this... have you played like uh, Citizen Knights version of Qatar? No, no. So Qatar has different extensions, and with each extension, the rules get modified a lot. A lot. So, if you played like Citizen Knights version, it has lot many new variables. There are like so. For example, once you play Citizen Knights version, so in normal version there is only one development card. In Citizen Knight version, there are three types of development card. Oh, okay. And yeah, and in Citizen Knights version, there is something called Knight System too that you can place a knight, and there is. Yeah, I mean it's totally different, and there are way too many rules which makes the Catan system whole different. Like normal Catan and Citizen Knights version of Catan makes it whole different. And the best part of Catan is so for each for each different extension. Like for example, if if it's a seafarer Catan, then the rules are totally different. If it's like a merchants and barbarians version of Catan, the rules are totally different. But I read that you can mix all version and make a unique game. And play that version too. So, for example, you can mix seafarers, citizen knights, and normal version, and then you will have a different, unique game with different rules. I thought, uh, oh, that's like, <laughs> it's like every extension is like Lego pieces, which can yeah. be mixed together, and it will be combined to a whole new, different game. Yeah. How interested are you in designing a board game? Designing, I haven't thought about it. How how do you go about it? Basically, I I have something in my reading list. Let me let me share. I wanted to pick this up next month, and uh, you feel like you might be into it as well. Let me. Let's open this link, and uh, yeah, we can read it together. <laughs> The book's name is Building Blocks of Tabletop Game Design, an Encyclopedia of Mechanism. Yeah, yeah. This book. So it gives you... Uh, so what it does, it compiles hundreds of different mechanisms organized by category. Each has a description of how it works, discussion of its pros and cons, and how it can be implemented, and examples of specific games that use it. Building Blocks can be read cover to cover, used as a reference when looking for inspiration for new design. Help solving a specific problem or assist in getting unstuck in the midst of project. This book, the first to collect mechanisms like this in the tabletop game design field, aims to be a practical guide that will be a great starting point for beginning designers. A handy guidebook for the experience and ideal classroom textbook. Damn, you don't know books like this exist. Yeah, you just said Lego pieces, right? So that's why I remember this. This feels like like a breakdown. To help us understand the Lego, the basic building blocks, and then we can mix and match 
This feels something interesting. Oh yeah, that that this feels interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, that uh, that's why I feel like this mixed up with like a three D printing machine. You <laughs> can build your own kind of set. So uh, there was. So when I was watching three D printing videos, I was just curious about this whole thing. So there there are a lot of people who make like Catan board out of three D print, and it's so so they the for example if it's like a wood so the wood tile will have some kind of 3d printing version of that wood tile will be so unique that it will look like wood so it will be like a 3d version so there will be wood kind of there <laughs> this is super interesting this is, have you have you read this book no no i plan to this is in my feb reading list uh, i'm just thinking whether to pick it or not but now i feel like i have someone to discuss it with even if like you're not reading it, I I can at least discuss with you. Okay, okay, this is something that I read. Yeah, and, uh, and that gives the motivation because the book is a bit long and it gets boring. Like if you just read and oh. don't anything about it. Interesting. Yeah, definitely. I would say like I'm currently very slow in reading part, but I think I I want to pick that up again. Yeah, it's all about <laughs> it's all about something which which can hold your interest and which you are inherently interested in. If it's something that you yeah. want to do inherently, then that's when the slackiness starts. But like this, this particular topic would yeah. be something that I feel. Of course, I don't know what would happen, but I feel that when I start reading it, it would be interesting enough to binge it. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. So I'll share one more link. So I'm currently not sure how big or how famous this is, but this is this was like one of the website which it's like a Shopify store and they were using our app for some time. And this is like totally I would say just to give it just like this is specifically related to board games. So for example, instead of like instead of buying like multiple board game, what you can do is you can just buy a board game like a board game which can it's like an LCD assume like it's like an iPad for board games so for example it's like a board game then you can play any kind of board game in it so for example instead of buying like different Catan boards you will have a Catan game in it and you can play Catan in it basically it's like one board for all super interesting wow I, I never had thought of that it's like like you have a Kindle for books. This is for games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have they. It's like Kindle version of for board games. So I I I had the same reaction as you when I, when I saw the like when I saw the store installer app and we we're using it. I was like, oh, this is very interesting. Like, uh, it's like a board, and they have like open SDK available for developers so that you can build your own games on top of it. And I think there are a lot of games available right now in in that in it. But yeah, it's, I thought it is such a cool idea. Yeah, this is super fun, and I hope it comes to India soon. Definitely, I think it's a definitely it's, a, it's such a cool initiative. I hope it uh, grows more. Yeah, I like the three D. Like if you integrate this with the three D. Printer, you get the board game from here, and the individual board game pieces you can print print it out yourselves. 
think that would be super fun. You can customize it as per your design. And yeah, I think the Borium industry is going, going places in the next few years. Yeah, definitely. I was in, uh, so I went to my brother's place in Sydney, Australia. And there was a place for board games there, like to purchase board games. And I totally fell in love with that place. I went to that place then like more than five times after that. It is such a good place. Like for example, you visit that place and you will see only board games, like hundreds, thousands of board games just there. And you can just read of the rules and see like what this does, what that does and all these things. And there is also a section where you can play with other people. So it's like a cafe version, but the cafe is like secondary in this case. The main is like, it's a shop and cafe is secondary. So yeah, I mean, it was such a cool place to explore. Uh, and I got to know like there in that place, I got to know like there are like way too many board games. I, I used to think like, hey, board games, there must not be lot many board games or different types of board games or if I play one type of board game, then other type must be similar only. But it totally cancelled that notion for me because every board game was totally different in a way. And yeah, it totally, it, it was an amazing experience, definitely. Yeah, it just opens so many possibilities. Yeah, I think super cool. And also the kind of energy that people put while playing. And like when you are in a cafe, you see other players playing it out and be very serious and uh, putting a lot of thought in general I like that vibe wherein you are engrossed in something yeah. so deeply like you're in that flow state and that flow state need not always come from work it could be anything and what uh, is one of those things where you can deeply engross yourself and just forget about anything else right it's like an escape ha, definitely and it, it's such a fun activity to even play with friends or even family. So me, my brother and his wife, we all were playing a board game non-stop. It, like they, so I had like, uh, I bought like different kinds of board games from there. And then we were on, we were super competitive and serious about it. <laughs> so if like one person loses the game, so he will say that, oh, let's play another, let's play another. And uh, we, uh, and it was super fun, like the whole thing. And, and that was such a good, I would say, fun. And I would say, like, if you see a bee in the bus, it was such a great activity or memories, I would say. Like, right. totally fun activities that I, I, I remember. So, yeah, I mean, totally, like, I'm, totally, I'm super into board games and stuff. I, I used to love, uh, personally used to love the Rocket League kind of games too on PS. Have you played Rocket League? I think I have. I don't remember though. Is it like a racing game? Car racing? I don't know. And it's like uh, cars football. Like cars. It's like, it's like a... Uh, <laughs> I, know, not, I, have, I have not played it then. I played that one wherein you have missiles and everything you can shoot from your car. But this Rocket League has I've uh, heard okay. a lot of times, but I've never gotten to playing it. I, I think let's keep the yeah. PlayStation games to another episode. Otherwise, <laughs> uh, I think there will be yeah, a lot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
in online like video games so totally yeah, yeah totally totally episode. all right folks so yeah this yep. was like a totally random episode nothing work related this was all about board games i guess let us know if you liked it if you would want to hear more about things on random topics and if you didn't like us definitely dm us and let us know so that we can think about how do we structure future episodes and uh, you can also tag us our handle is going slow pod and you can just let us know what other random topics you might want to hear on and uh, yeah that's about it see you next time until then stay curious and don't forget to have fun